Yeah. <laughs> what is up, y'all? My name is John Devine, and I am welcoming you back to season two of the Healthy Wealthy People podcast. The show that educates on the three most important pillars of becoming a successful individual, our health, our wealth, and our authentic expression of self. Now, before we get started, I would like to take a moment to personally thank you all for an incredible first year and ask that if the show has provided you any value, that you do yourself a favor by subscribing and your friends a favor by sharing the show with them. Now, let's get into it, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> what is up, y'all? It's your boy, John Devine, welcoming you back to episode 33 now of the Healthy Wealthy People podcast. As always, if you are returning to the show, welcome back, and I appreciate all of your support over the last year and a half of listening to the show. And if you are just dropping in for the first time, welcome and get out your paper and your pens because we are about to drop some knowledge In today's episode, we talk about one of the most important factors for success in your personal, business, fitness, whatever life, um, and that is your circle of influence, aka you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. Okay, So we're going to break this down a little bit today and talk about what your circle is and if it needs to be audited or not. Um, everything that we talk about in here from fitness to finance to personal development, everything starts with audit, right? You have to take a look at what's actually going on in your life first to see if everything that you have going on is working for you. And if it's not, then things need to be removed and added. But the hardest thing for people to do this with is people, right? It's really easy to do this with objects, with technology, with vehicles, even sometimes with food, right? It's easy to take something that we aren't extraordinarily emotionally attached to and remove it and replace it with something else, okay? Food can be a little bit more difficult for people because in a lot of cases, food is emotional, Um, but normally we can find a good substitute uh, for food to make people be like, yeah, I can cut that out. People is a completely different story right? We're talking about memories and love and family and stuff. And just because all of those things exist does not mean that all of those things serve you, right? So I know going into this topic, it is going to be one of the most sensitive ones we have ever talked about. But as you guys who have been listening to the show since the beginning know, if anybody does this at scale, it's me. Okay. Uh, my own biological mother, right? She just, she just can't, right? She can't get it together for the people in her lives. It's all about her and what she's doing. And at a certain point, I had to remove that relationship from my life. Same thing with my adopted parents, okay? My adopted parents, they brought me in after an extended period of time of me seeing what their actual day-to-day life was, what their actual relationships, what I felt like their actual motivators for being in those relationships were, I had to remove myself, okay? So the reason I am so intensely motivated 
to constantly audit and groom that circle is because I truly, in the depths of my soul, believe that we are the sum of the five people we spend the most time with. And I am not willing to spend my time with somebody at scale that is going to inadvertently drip bad habits and things into me and my life. Okay. At a certain point, I just have to go, this relationship is not worth the person I'm going to become by being in this relationship with you. So let's start as we normally do by just defining influence. Okay. So influence is the capacity to have an effect on the character development or behavior of someone or something. Okay. One more time with that. The capacity to have an effect on the character development or behavior of someone or something. So this is what I'm talking about when I say we are the sum of the five people we spend the most time with. The five people you spend the most time with have massive influence in your life, which means they have the capacity to affect your character and development, which is exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, You have to make sure that the people you're spending time with are going to be dripping the kind of character traits into you that will help you develop into the person you want to become, not the person you don't want to become. Okay, so human beings as a whole, we're herd mammals, which means that we find safety in numbers. And when we find safety, we take traits from what everyone in that herd is doing to remain safe, successful, whatever. Right. We look around at what's going on around us and we pull from those people that are behaving. Right. If. I'm with my father and I'm a caveman and he's taking me out on the hunt. I am observing and learning from this man by just watching him do what he does, how to stalk, how to kill, how to gut the animal, how to skin it, how to drag it back to the uh, cave, how to make a rug out of the, like I learned that by being around those people and watching. If I'm not exposed to those things, I'm never going to learn how to hunt that. Right. So you're constantly being exposed to what these people are doing around you because you're in their herd. So sometimes all you have to do is remove your it's not about removing the herd. You just have to remove yourself, pluck and implant yourself into a new herd. It's it's that simple. okay? because we are herd animals. If you're just in that herd for long enough, you're going to soak up the traits of that herd. Right. Like if you want to be a millionaire. Spend time with five to ten millionaires almost exclusively. And I don't know when it's going to happen, but eventually you'll be the next millionaire in that group. Same thing the other way. If you've never tried drugs and you start hanging out with a crew of people every day after work that sits around and does meth and does blow and like they're just out to have a party of a time with every banned substance under the sun, you can't hang out with them every day and not do those drugs. Eventually, you're going to do what the herd is doing, right? So it is literally in our DNA. It's a structural code that we will adapt to the herd for safety, Okay, so your herd, your circle of influence is the most important thing in your life for a successful future. Okay, 
Now, this quote comes from one of the greats in personal development, Mr. Jim Rohn. He said, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, which we have already said a couple of times in this podcast. I just want to let you guys know who said it so that you could go back and listen to some of his stuff because Jim has been a big part of the trajectory of my life and even starting this podcast. Okay, So this idea came from one of his teachings. Now, let's get into what your sum of five looks like in 2023 because... (laughs) It's not just what it used to be, right? Like back in the 1900s, the 1800s, like it was just who you were hanging out with. It's just who was in your immediate circle, either at work or at home. That was your sum of five. We are now in 2023, almost 2024, fucking crazy. And everything has changed about what influence and uh, social dynamics have become. So... Number one, you've got your in-person, right? That is what it has been for all of time, right? So take a big audit of who you spend your time with. Number one, your family, okay? Because most people have one or more toxic family members that they're just like, well, that's my mom, that's my dad, that's my brother, that's my whatever. And I'm not telling you not to let this person be your mother, father, brother person, right? They just don't need to be in your direct sphere of influence. I'm not telling you not to go home for Christmas. I'm not telling you not to go home for Thanksgiving, not to call your mom. I'm saying if you're on the phone with somebody who's toxic every single day or you're still living at home with this toxic person every single day, you're getting too much exposure. Okay? That's all I'm saying. I'm not I'm not saying make yourself an orphan and don't talk to any of your family members. I'm saying maybe they need less communication from you so that you can absorb better energy from people. Okay, so you've got your family. The next in-person sphere, if you're not in the 2022-2023 bubble of work from home anymore, now it's who do you work with, right? Because honestly, most of us probably spend more time with our coworkers than we do our family. So who are these people that you're going to work with and surrounding yourself with every day? And are you working with the like slackers at work because it's just easier? Or are you working with the animals who are actually trying to get something done? Because you have both at work, right? It's just who are you choosing to hang with? Just like in high school, right? Are you hanging with the kids that are skipping school, hanging out under the bleachers doing drugs? Or are you hanging out with the jocks and nerds Um, preparing yourself for the next stage of life. So it's just who you're choosing to spend that time around when you're at work, okay? Now, we're going to get into the digital side of your circle of influence, okay? When we talk about the digital side, it gets crazy, but it's very easy to scan through. I'm recording uh, this on my phone, so I can't pick my phone up and show you guys, but if you go into your text messages first and foremost, and just open it up and see who your last five conversations are with. If you have any pinned conversations up at the top of your text bar, um, just open those five chats and kind of dig through them a little bit. See what you guys are talking about. Are you guys talking about expansion and growth and development and this? Are you guys bitching and moaning and complaining and just look, 
right? I'm not telling you guys to actually do anything. What I'm telling you to do is just take a step back, remove yourself from these relationships for a second, and just kind of take an outside-the-box look at it, observe what is actually happening, what is actually being said, okay? So look at those top five text messages. Look at your top five phone calls. Who am I spending my time on the phone with? And then what is the length of those phone calls? Am I spending 30 minutes, an hour on the phone with somebody? And are those conversations getting anywhere? Or are we just bullshitting and complaining and this person sucks and that person sucks? Like, is that what's happening? Then you got to get into social media. You got to pull up your Facebook messages, your emails. Email is kind of bullshit because in today's day and age, everyone is sending you an email about something. Um, but if you actually look at like more your sent, your outbox than your inbox and see what those conversations revolve around, if it's just work stuff, cool, that, that you probably just need your email for work stuff, right? Um, going into your Instagram messages, you're ticked everywhere where you have actual conversations with people, not just the actual social media post and then the comment section. That's not what I'm talking about because that's you putting your ideas out and then other people commenting what they think about it. I'm talking about your actual chosen engaged conversations. Okay. And the hard part about today is there are just so many of them. Like I said, in-person family, in-person business, phone calls, text messages, inboxes on all the 15 to 20 different social media platforms that you probably use. You don't realize how many people you are actually learning, gaining information from, developing yourself as, right? So with that, when we talk about social media, I'm going to give you guys kind of my structure. Facebook is my place for friends and family, okay? It's kind of, Facebook is like the uh, Christmas vacation, right? Where like I'm catching up with all the old buds and the friends and the family and all that stuff. But I don't spend very much time on Facebook for that reason. No offense, I, I don't give a shit that you had avocado toast for lunch. I don't give a shit that, you know, you're, kid found a seashell on the beach today like I know you do but for me like it's not it's not gaining anything for me it's just me watching you live your life and it's great I love you I do that's why we're friends on Facebook um I do want to see that every once in a while right but for me Instagram is my tool of choice and I love Instagram because they really ran with the short form content uh, and business people really, really ran with that's how I'm going to get my information about my company out is these little short form pieces of content, like how I'm going to clip part of this podcast, put it on my social media to drive you to the podcast. The podcast will drive you to my website. And so over the last five years, guys, what's crazy is I'm a high school dropout. I got no college, none of that. All the information I do is self-study, but most of my self-studies on fucking Instagram. Because you can do micro learning, okay? Instead of just scrolling through Instagram and looking at all the dumb bullshit and vegging out, which we do a couple of hours a day, if you take that same exact addictive habit that you already have, but you audit what you're looking through, 
guys, you can learn some crazy fucking information. Every person out there that's trying to build something is using the free marketing of social media to get the information out there. So most of the people that I follow, I think I follow like 1,200 people on Instagram. Unless you're a friend that owns a business that I actually legitimately am like, yep, I support this. I'm not following you on Instagram. That's what Facebook is for. I'm following the top tax people, finance people, insurance people, health people, fitness people, everything that I want to learn about how to develop myself. I'm looking for the top people in the industry. And then sometimes I have to unfollow them because after a while I'm like, yeah, I don't actually like or agree with or whatever your content. So great. I can unfollow you. But then the algorithm starts working in my favor. The algorithm starts pushing me more pros, more people, more fitness, finance, all that stuff, because they know that's what I'm liking, looking at, searching. So you can literally hack the social media if you're willing to take one of your platforms and make it a learning platform instead of a social platform. Because, again, you're a herd being. So you can, through social media, create a herd of top-performing genius people and that can start being what you're pulling off of and developing yourself as or you can just stay in the same groups that you've been in since high school the same people looking at the same stuff watching their same kids grab another rock another seashell and again i'm not hating on that that's why i have facebook i do use it for that but it's not every social media platform that i have Everywhere I go on the internet doesn't need to be to connect with friends and family, okay? So take a real-life audit of all of these digital areas in your life and just kind of groom through them. Make one for friends and family. Make one for learning. Make one for business, right? But don't just spend all your time hanging at home, whether you're on digital or in person, okay? The other thing is it's really, really, really easy when you're listening to people to figure out, is this what I want to be doing? Is this the person I want to be surrounded with? Um, and for me, I'm listening to what you're talking about. Okay. Are you talking about other people? Because if you are, I don't fucking want any part of it. Okay. And that's where most of me cutting people in my life out comes from is if what I hear coming out of your mouth is shit about other people and what I should think about other people or how other people have behaved around you or that this person is a shitty person or a slut or an asshole or whatever. Like, I'm not participating. I'm not listening to any of your bullshit. And me, one of the rules I have is I will never judge somebody I have not personally had dinner with. They might have fucked you over, for sure. I, it has nothing to do with me. I don't know what they did. I don't know what your part of the play was. I don't. I have to sit down with this person. So if all I hear out of you is shit about other people, yeah, I'm not. I'm not playing that game. You're getting cut out of my circle for sure. If I hear you talking about strategies and ideas and concepts and stuff like, yeah, all day I'll sit and have a conversation with you because we're sitting here talking about how to better ourselves, better a situation. Even if somebody was a piece of shit fucked me over. Great. Let's talk about what I did wrong and how I could not be in that situation again, like we're doing right now. Remove yourself or the person from your circle, right? So I can listen and watch through social media at what you're posting and what you're talking about. 
And if it's not beneficial, if it's not conducive to growth or anything like that, if it's just venting and bullshit, like, hey, man, we all need our venting, but that's what our therapists are for. That's what a pillow is for. That's what, you know, your spouse or somebody is for. It's not it's not for the rest of the world. It's not for, you know, a friend or a colleague for you to be dumping all of your personal bullshit on, right? Or trying to get other people to not like other people because of something they did, like, nah, right? So just listen, right? And you'll be able to tell, like, oh, he's, okay, yeah, he's not exactly talking about anything that I give a shit about or that would benefit me or benefit him. He's not talking about solutions to the problem. It's just the problem, right? Um, Run far, far, far away from those people, okay? Now, I usually keep, I got this from my um, therapist and me being a veteran and my therapist being a veteran. um, (laughs) When you are out on patrol, if you're going to get out of a vehicle in today's wars, um, IEDs are a big deal, um, which when you go to get out of a vehicle, you need to be looking for any kind of explosive device that might be around. So the first place you're going to look is the immediate five feet around you. And you're going to be like, okay, nothing, nothing, nothing. Okay. Then you're going to look at the next 10 feet. Okay. That's your next circle where you're like, okay, everything out there looks good. All right. And then you're going to look out past that. Okay. You're going to look out past that like 15 foot marker and you're going to get a bigger view of the area around you. We're going to use that same concept when we talk about our circles of influence. So when I say you're the some of the five people you spend the most time with, I know that you're not only spending time with five people. Okay, so people are like, oh, well, that's not realistic. I spend time with like 20 different people. Yeah, I know. The five people you spend the most time with. Okay, so when you look at this, your inner circle should be made up of five people. Okay. This could be your spouse, your mom, your business partner, your best friend, and I don't know, your priest, okay? That could be five people that are in your immediate circle that you talk to, spend the most time with, right? So when we look at that circle, who are your top five? That's the circle I'm concerned with because they have the highest level of influence to affect your character and development. So when we're looking at our personal circle, it's very easy to just go, hey, this one person in this inner five, they don't belong in the inner five. They have too much influence. But I can just take that person, pluck, and I can move them out to the next circle. The next circle is going to be that middle ground, right? That 10, okay? So we have five feet when we're looking. We have five people on the inside circle. Then we have that 10-foot circle we look at. Then we look at the next 10 people, right? The people that like are in our lives, they're turning. I talk to them every week for sure. Um, What do those people look like? Who are they? What are they saying? What are the conversations that we're having? Maybe one of the people in your circle of 10 needs to come into the circle of five and you need to spend more time with them. And maybe one of the people in the circle of five needs to move out to the circle of 10 and you need to spend just a little bit less time with them. Okay, so that's where the auditing comes in and having these three circles becomes very, very useful because it's just a matter of moving things a little bit. Right. It's bringing something that's in the back of the fridge and pulling it to the front of the fridge so that you can see it and you're more likely to grab it. 
instead of it being behind everything in the fridge, right? You're still probably going to get to that thing in the back of the fridge. You're just going to have to move some shit around and get, it's going to be, be more work to get to that thing, right? So if you put unhealthy shit in the front of your fridge and healthy shit in the back of your fridge, by nature, you're going to eat more unhealthy foods. If you put the healthy foods in the front of the fridge and the unhealthy foods in the back of the fridge, by nature, you're going to eat more healthy foods because they're what's more readily available. When you open the fridge, it's the first thing you can see, right? This is the exact same thing. When you open the fridge, the first thing you want to see is those supportive people who are doing things, building things, want to see you win. In that next circle, you can have a bunch of other people. Like when I talk about parents not being supportive, I fully understand that most parents that are not supportive feel like they're doing their uh, children a favor, right? They're protecting you. Oh, no, you don't know what's going to happen if you risk it all and go into this business. It's safer to stay in your nine to five. Just do that. They're doing that out of love and protection. They're not an asshole. That's not what I'm trying to say. But if you're trying to build a business, you don't need somebody chirping in your ear every single day, multiple times a day, that this is the scary, wrong decision, it's not safe, blah, blah, blah. Like, mom, I love you, but while I'm starting this business, you got to move back a circle because you're just too loud on the it's risky, and I need somebody on the inner circle that's going to be too loud on, I know it's risky, but you can do this, right? So we're just talking about shifting things and moving people back and moving people forward, and it's fluid, your circle of five is not going to be the circle of five when you die. It's constantly changing and evolving as people come in and out of our lives, as people change in their own lives, right? So it's something that we constantly audit. And then that outer circle, that's where everybody else lives, right? Like you're just way out there. Like my boy from high school, right, who still goes to the same bar every single Friday and Saturday for the last 18 years, right? And then I come back into town, I go to that bar and he's there and I'm like, hey, bud, what's up? It's been fucking years and you're still here. Oh, my God. Right. Like that guy. I don't hate him by any means. I don't think he's a piece of shit. Like he's just living a life that I don't want to live. But if I hang out with him every day at that bar, I'm going to live that life. Right. So I have to take him and I have to put him out in that 15 plus circle out there. Like when I see you, I'll see you. I'll give you love. I'll dap you up. I'll give you a hug. I'll buy you a beer. We can chat about old times, but I'm going to be out of here in like an hour to two hours max. Right. So again, people get too emotional thinking that like it means they don't love somebody, that they don't appreciate somebody. That is not true at all. It's just you are not doing the things that I want to extract from your life and implant into my life. So I need to find five people that I can keep in my inner circle, that I can always extract things that they're doing and implementing in their lives that I want to do and implement into my life. So that is kind of my concept here that I wanted to break down for you guys on your circles of influence, aka we are the sum of the five people we spend the most time with. I want you guys to start with an audit. That's it. If you know me, you know that auditing is one of my biggest things, one of my biggest practices that I have in my life, in my business. It is constant, okay? I don't need the IRS to audit me. I audit myself. By the time the IRS gets here and tries to audit me, I've got everything labeled, written down, reasons that I'm going to be like, yeah, here's all your shit. Here you go. 
because I'm constantly doing that job, right? And that's all I'm telling you guys to do is just take a step outside of the box, audit those circles, take a look at your family, take a look at your friends, take a look at your coworkers, take a look at your inboxes and your chats, and just audit. Just take all of it in and go, is this something that I want this much exposure to? Or is it something that I want this much exposure to? So that person needs to be moved out a little bit or in a little bit because I want more exposure to it. So none of this podcast was designed to point fingers at any one of you individually. This podcast was not designed to point fingers at my parents. This podcast was not designed to point fingers at anyone in your life that you might now be questioning. This podcast was literally put together and designed so that you could take a step back and have the permission to audit your inner circles and then make moves accordingly. And the one real rule here is just have three circles, an inner circle of five, a middle circle of about 10, and then an outer circle where everyone else that you live or that you love, um, that you don't want to be exactly like lives, right? So that's it, guys. Take a step out audit, form those three circles, and then move forward with your life and start to see in a month, six months, a year, how dramatically your life starts changing for the better or worse, depending on who you put in those circles. So that's my part on circle of influence and the sum of five. I hope you guys enjoyed the part. And as always, thank you for dropping by. I'll see you right back here in two weeks for another episode of the Healthy Wealthy People podcast. Peace. All right, y'all. We have reached the inevitable end of today's episode. But before we go our separate ways, I just want to take this moment to say fucking thank you. Thank you for investing your listening time with me when there are literally millions of other artists whose content you could be consuming. Your support means more to me than I can effectively put into words, which is why I'm going to ask you for one favor before we put a bow up on this bitch. If you have found any value in the show, there are three free ways you can help us grow. One, follow and or subscribe so you never miss another episode. Two, rate the show so other listeners can see just how motherfucking good our content is. And three, take a screenshot of this episode, tag me at John Divine Inc., and share it with your followers so that they have the same access to information that you do. Now get out there and enjoy the pursuit of the healthiest, wealthiest, most authentic version of yourself, and I'll see you right back here in two weeks for another Healthy Wealthy Wednesday.